Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another week of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And uh, tonight it is Tuesday, September seventeenth. We're going to be talking a little bit of Week Three waiver wire, uh, going through all the position changes and the injuries and things like that. Hopefully, you enjoyed a nice week. Uh, week Two got the victory. If you had Drew Brees, if you had Cam Newton, if you had who else here? Ben Roethlisberger. We'll try to get you back on track here, and we'll uh, we're just gonna hop right into it here. I'm gonna do a screen share right away, and we're gonna just be looking at the fantasyfellowship.com. I just posted my so my schedule is every Monday. I kind of start setting up a preliminary. Uh, waiver wire column so you can check that out on monday i think i'm going to keep uh i'm going to stay with the tuesday night time slot where i kind of record and get all the information that i need to through monday and tuesday and uh, if you're listening to this on tuesday night awesome thumbs up subscribe whatever you got to do leave a comment Um, if you're listening to this on wednesday you can hit me up with questions on twitter um, or leave comments on the video Uh, so you're just going to go just looking at the fantasyfellowship.com. Uh, we're going to click on the waiver wire tab here, and we're going to start <clears throat> start at the top with quarterbacks. And uh, I got some guys here that I starred that should be owned, especially in super flex leagues, and that would be Josh Allen, Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, and Gardner Minshew. Uh, all these guys should be owned. We're going to get into the guys that I think we should be adding, but first of all, we're going to look at um, this is just an ESPN uh, filter here. Uh, I got some leagues on ESPN. I was just looking around at the uh, the percent owns. So if you filter by percent owned, you're going to see a lot of guys at the top that uh, should not be available in your leagues. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, of course, is on IR out for the year. We'll get to Mason Rudolph in a sec. Uh, Drew Brees is also out for, they say, about six, seven weeks. I think he's got a bye week somewhere that's kind of inconvenient, so it might be a little bit longer. Um, so if your league has an IR spot, uh, Drew Brees would be the one to put in there. Roethlisberger is not coming back this year, so you can just drop him. Um, but Drew Brees is worth a hold if you have the IR spot. Um, but if you already have the IR spot filled with someone like A.J. Green or even like Golden Tate, I'm kind of open to just dropping Brees and, and trying to find someone new to move on to, uh, especially in a one-quarterback league. If you have that IR spot filled up, I think I'm open to, to looking elsewhere. Um, so we're looking at uh, percent rostered here. And, uh, I mean, all the main guys are kind of, you know, pretty well known. But below 50% owned, we have Jameis Winston, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, and Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I really like this tier of quarterbacks. Um I'm not into Kirk Cousins. I'm not into Derek Carr, uh, but I, I think I got to add Matt Stafford to this list of uh, must own in a one quarterback league. He's uh, currently like the he's a top ten quarterback in points. Um, Josh Allen's like a the fringe quarterback one. He's thirteen in my scoring settings here. Jimmy Garoppolo seventeen. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's fifteen. <clears throat> so. This, this block of Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, if you're in quarterback trouble, uh, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Newton, um, <clears throat> or you say you started off with someone like Trubisky and Cousins and you're not liking how that's going, um, I would advise looking at to one of these guys here 
Um, and I would rank them Josh Allen, probably the best. He's got the biggest uh, rushing upside from these guys. Um, I'm actually open to Winston kind of coming, coming back <coughs> around and playing better. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so Winston's kind of in that tier for me as well. Um, but yeah, I would really prefer Josh Allen. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, he hasn't been lighting the world on fire with passing yards, but he's got five touchdowns. Um, adds a little bit of rushing stats. But he's on a good team, so I feel pretty safe about him. And he's got some juicy matchups, Atlanta, Oakland, at Kansas City. And then in the fantasy playoffs, he's at Tampa Bay, at New Orleans, Carolina. So Indianapolis finishes with the AF or the NFC South during our playoff run. So I kind of like that. Um, that Looking at your schedule is really important. Um, you got to start looking at windows. And sometimes that decides if I drop a player or if I keep a player or not just based on who they play within like the next month. And then I always, always look at uh, who they're playing when I'm in the playoffs. So uh, look for that. Guys that are a little bit more less owned. Uh, if you have Sam Darnold, you can keep him in the IR spot. Marcus Mariota is interesting. Let's see what he did last week against the Colts. 150 yards in a, in a touchdown. He rushed for 32 yards. So I play in a couple super flex leagues and this, this is a quarterback too. You know, this is what you get for, for waiting on quarterback. So uh, Mariota is a viable option. <clears throat> You're probably not going to want to start him in one quarterback leagues, but um, definitely an option in two QB. Uh, so pick up Mariota if you, if you need it. Andy Dalton's probably, Andy Dalton might be the best um, guy to recommend. Actually, he's going to throw, I mean, 418 yards, 311 yards, two touchdowns in each game. <clears throat> and, I mean, they're not a very good defensive team. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot this year. Uh, they do finish week 16 against Miami. Um, there's a couple cupcakes sprinkled in throughout here that could be appealing. So I would probably rank Andy Dalton and Josh Allen at the top of my priorities uh, for quarterback this week. Uh, below that, Case Keenum, as long as he plays, he's going to be a quarterback too, it looks like. Uh, same with Joe Flacco. Flacco comes in at quarterback 19 in my settings. Definitely not fun to watch Joe Flacco play for your fantasy team, but um, with my scoring settings here, he's getting me about 16 points a game. So I'm going to take that because I punted at the quarterback, quarterback position with my second spot. Um, so that's definitely in play. Gardner Minshew should be owned. Um, and then we're going to get into let's get into the guys that – a little bit more thinking where you need to, if this is more for two QB super flex leagues, uh, Mason Rudolph, Teddy Bridgewater, and Daniel Jones. <clears throat> All of these guys are making their first starts of the year. Rudolph gets his first start of his career, and so does Daniel Jones. Uh, Bridgewater is going to hold the fort down for the Saints while Breeze is away. So I think I would rank them in this order. Uh, Mason Rudolph has the highest potential. Uh, Bridgewater. Didn't look great last weekend, but he's got a really good supporting cast, so I'm open to him uh, potentially playing a quarterback, too, uh, while Breeze is away. And then Daniel Jones, they're going to let him take as many <clears throat> lumps as he can, and it sounds like he's going to get his, you know, get the whole year to kind of play around and see what he can do. So I'm open to all these guys. Um, if you already have two quarterbacks in a two-quarterback league, um, super cheap options to throw some waiver wire bucks at and see what happens. Um, or if you really wanted to be stealthy, you could add Dwayne Haskins or Taysom Hill on the low for like a dollar or add them tomorrow for free. 
Um, so uh, we're not going to talk too much more about quarterbacks. I think that's going to be it. But I like what I saw from Mason Rudolph uh, in the second half yes, uh, on Sunday. And he's, I mean, he's got Juju. He showed good chemistry with Vance. James Connors there. They just traded for Minka. Um, the Steelers are a team that's not going to quit. So um, I'm excited to see what they got in Mason Rudolph. Um, looking at the running backs here, <clears throat> Raheem Mostert, Devin Singletary, Chris Thompson, and Peyton Barber. These guys should all be owned. Um, we're going to go here and look at the percent rostered for running backs. Uh, we're going to go down a little bit here, probably to the second page. Um, <clears throat> we'll start looking at some guys around this area. Uh, someone dropped Royce Freeman. He, he might be a good stash. Philip Lindsay's not exactly uh, super durable. Um, got a lot of guys with question marks here. <clears throat> uh, because Devin Singletary's, I think he's got a hamstring injury right now. That kind of gets me interested in uh, Frank Gore. Frank Gore had a, about 68 yards and a touchdown on Sunday. He looked good punching that one in. Um, Ronald Jones was disappointing last week, and that's what makes Peyton Barber a must-own uh, player. And they got a nice matchup against the Giants this weekend. So I think Barber's a P, uh, RB2 this week. Um, Chris Thompson, PPR RB2. Let's see what he did last week. I think I recommended him. Um, so double-digit points both games to start the year. It looks like he's going to get five to seven catches every week and a couple carries, but it's those PPR points that we care about. So Chris Thompson's eligible. Um, I think my first guy on the list to potentially think about if you need a starting running back is Carlos Hyde here, and uh, he rushed 20 times for 90 yards. Um, we'll take a look here. He's had a good start to the year. <clears throat> 10 for 83 against New Orleans with a catch for two yards and 20 carries for 90 yards. So not the 8.3 yards per carry. At least it's, it's still a 4.5, but 30 carries through two games. Pretty exciting stuff. Uh, Chargers, Carolina, Atlanta, Kansas City, Indianapolis, Oakland, uh, and then Jacksonville again. I'm, <clears throat> I'm open to Hyde potentially being a super low RB2 potential. He's hopefully going to score a touchdown sooner or later. So I'm into Carlos Hyde. Um, Daryl Henderson, I might be almost time to part with in a redraft league. Uh, let's see who else is on this list here. Uh, we mentioned Frank Gore with Devin Singletary's uh, hamstring injury. Uh, Gore is still going to be the leading carrier on this team, even with uh, Singletary playing well. Uh, I think it's going to take a lot. I think they're going to probably try to keep Singletary focused on the future, and they're going to probably pound Frank Gore and get as much as they can out of him. Uh, Justin Jackson, super interesting for the Chargers. He had 59 yards on seven carries, added a catch for five yards. Uh, he also had 57 yards in the first game with a catch for four yards. So in a PPR league, that's 7.1 and 7.4 points in two weeks. He actually had a 60-yard touchdown called back. So he, if, if that would have happened, people would be probably all over him this week. So we kind of get him at a, like a little buy low opportunity. So if someone did, if he probably was drafted, but if he's not, uh, make sure that uh, he's not available. He could be a nice asset for your bench. Austin Eckler's not exactly a super durable guy either, kind of like Philip Lindsay. Those are small scat packs. So, um, and then some other guys to keep an eye on here, Ernest Johnson, Darren Sproles. These guys are the PPR backs on their teams. Uh, Ernest Johnson had three carries for eight yards, but he had three catches for 42 yards. So keeping an eye on that. 
Um, and then Darren Sproles here. With all the injuries in Philadelphia, I'm open to Darren Sproles getting more receiving volume. They just said Deshaun Jackson's going to be on the shelf for a little while for at least two weeks, so we'll see what happens there. Um, but uh, I'm open to Darren Sproles as being like a shot-in-the-dark kind of flex. And then we got some handcuff stashes here, Chase Edmonds, Gus Edwards, uh, Jamal Williams, Jalen Samuels, Deion Lewis, Ty Montgomery, and Ito Smith. All of these guys are on the cusp. They would be the next man up if their lead back was injured. Um, I'm just going to – so we're kind of down below 40% now here at the running backs. So you see Justin Jackson. Uh, Deion Lewis didn't have a lot of points, but he was on 50% of the snaps last week. Uh, monitor uh, Jalen Samuels with that James Conner knee injury. Um, <clears throat> and it looks like LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams are both on the injury report this week in practice. So keep an eye on Darwin Thompson. Keep an eye on Daryl Williams. Uh, if we get any practice reports that one of them is going to, you know, go out on like a couple weeks out or surgery or whatever, um, or if they miss practice again, I think Daryl Williams will get the next shot um, to be the primary runner. And Thompson's more of the PP. PPR pass catcher anyways. So keep an eye on him. Um, if someone dropped Justice Hill, he's worth a stash. Alexander Madison should probably be owned. Um, the Lions just cut CJ Anderson today, so that was interesting. I'm not really sure what to make of that. Anything that bumps bumps up uh, carry on Johnson a little bit more, so that's cool. Um, keep an eye on Raquel Armstead. If anything happens to Leonard Fournette, he would be the next man up there. Uh, but otherwise... That's pretty much it for running back. Um, hit me up with questions at the fellow KGB if you need any help. Um, but I think my prize right now is Carlos Hyde getting 30 carries in two weeks. And uh, no touchdowns yet, so those will probably come. Um, so take a look and see if he's out there. Uh, wide receivers. <clears throat> uh, receivers that should be owned or might have been picked up last week. Me, Cole Hardman, DK Metcalf, Randall Cobb, John Ross. Marquise Brown, Terry McLaurin, DJ Chark, and Chris Conley. So a lot of names there. Receivers, super, do, super deep, folks. Um, so we're going to kind of look at the receiver percent owned here. We're just going to keep going down the list. We see there's a lot of guys questionable, doubtful, out. Uh, Michael Gallup's on uh, – <clears throat> he's out for a couple weeks to a month. Um, all these guys are over 60% owned. So – I mean, if, if anyone – John Ross probably is not out in your league, but if anyone cut John Ross, if anyone cut Curtis Samuel, DK Metcalf, Corey Davis, James Washington, these guys should all be owned. Um, Adam has, you know, one of your last spots, spots on your bench. John Brown, I can't believe his percent rostered is so low. If someone doesn't own John Brown in your league, make sure you, you prioritize him. Um, he's had seven catches in both games so far. Seven for 123 in the touchdown, seven for 72. Um, he's currently wide receiver 16 in this league. So um, Dante Moncrief, you could probably drop him. Uh, if, if Golden Tate's available and you have the IR spot, pick Golden Tate up, slide him in the IR, and let's just wait and see. Because when Daniel Jones gets Golden Tate, that might be one of those quick little players that Jones gravitates to and looks to often. So I'm open to that. Um, I'm open to Kiki Cutie gaining more steam as the season goes on. So keep an eye on him. Mohamed Sanu should probably be owned as well. Uh, we see there McLaurin, Hardman. Uh, if someone was hasty and cut Geronimo Allison, he's worth a shot on your bench. Um, 
Anthony Miller, Adam Humphreys haven't done anything yet this year. Uh, I don't think Danny Amendola was really worth a pickup, but I don't know if you're going to be able to trust him every week. Um, but it's DJ Chark, man. This guy's got probably the most upside of anyone that might be on your waiver wire right now. Uh, we see some big, big boom plays here. And then last week he was more of a possession receiver as the Houston, like they kind of took out D.D. Westbrook. So super, super excited to see what Chark can do on Thursday night football. Um, we're going to bounce over to the list here. Um, <clears throat> so guys that I think I might be willing to spend some money on this week would be Demarcus Robinson, Nelson Aguilar, Marquise Goodwin or Debo Samuel, Demir Bird, and Devin Smith. So um, you, you probably know the name Demarcus Robinson by now after his huge game week two. Six catches, 172 yards, and two touchdowns. He's probably going to be a little boom bust, but with that offense and with Tyree Hill out, all Robinson needs is one play to make your week. And I mean, just six catches, that's some good volume. So uh, maybe on a bad week, he gets three for, for 60. Still really good in PPR as your wide receiver three or your flex. So I think Demarcus Robinson's probably my highest priority this week. Uh, Nelson Aguilar with Deshaun Jackson out for at least two weeks. Aguilar is going to step into the starting lineup, and he looked really good on uh, Sunday Night Football. He did drop a, a pretty big touchdown play, but, um, I mean, if Alshon's out too, we're looking at the wide receiver one here <clears throat> to own in Philly, so I'm interested in that. Um, Marquise Goodwin and Debo Samuel both caught touchdowns last week. Dante Pettis is kind of lingering with, with getting more snaps, but it looks like Goodwin uh, has – you know, regained form with Garoppolo and then Debo Samuel five for 87 at a touchdown. I think he might be the, the number one receiver to own there. So if anyone let go of Debo or he went undrafted, uh, I'm open to Debo racking up some yards and some, some catches there. Um, Demir Bird was on the field, I think for 93% of the snaps last week. He's basically a starter with all those four wide receiver sets they run. Um, I should probably have paired Demir Bird with Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, who was the rookie receiver that probably had the best camp for all the Cardinals receivers. Um, but Demir Bird, six for 45 last week, four for 42. So that's eight and five, no wait, 10 and eight points in two weeks in PPR leagues. Um, you could do worse as a wide receiver flex punt. Um, you know, it's not exactly an exciting play, but you got to imagine a touchdown's probably coming his way as teams begin to focus on Kirk and Fitzgerald. Um, so I'm open to stashing Demir Bird. And then uh, we mentioned Michael Gallup's out for two to four weeks with, a, I think it's the PC, MCL getting trimmed. Um, so Devin Smith's going to take his starting spot. Uh, Smith had three for 74 and a touchdown last week. Really nice matchups against the Dolphin and the Saints coming up next. So um, even though it's more of a rental while Michael Gallup's gone, there is potential to profit uh, while uh, Gallup is out. So keep an eye on those guys if, if they're available in your waiver wire. But, man, that Chiefs offense, just just go after Demarcus Robinson and plug him in. Plug him in right away. Um, bench, bench stashes are Keyshawn Johnson. We mentioned him. A.J. Brown I'm interested in just because I think he's going to get more work as the season progresses. Had three for 25 last week, so um, five and a half points. We'll see if he can keep growing that floor. And then Preston Williams looks like to be one of the only Dolphins that I think I would – think about owning on my team. Um, so let's just try to check here and see if we missed anybody. 
on the, the percentage ros- percent roster tier. Uh, Cole Beasley should probably be owned in PPR leagues. How did he do last week? Uh, four for 83, five for 80 before that, so a nine to 12 point range. So far, that looks decent for a floor. We mentioned Randall Cobb. He's got nine catches for 93 yards and a touchdown on the season. And again, they're looking at four to five catches. Really, really low catch rate, but they used him um, <clears throat> or catch uh, yards per catch rate at 4.8. But they used him as a running back, which is kind of nice. Got him a couple carries, six targets. So it's going to look like five to six targets. Maybe a good shot at a touchdown every week for Cobb, especially with Gallup out. Um, a couple other names on this list here. Uh, Aguilar, we mentioned Aguilar, Marquise Goodwin, uh, Willie Sneed. Uh, he probably shouldn't be owned. He's going to be too volatile every week to to think about. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to cover the wide receivers. JJ or Sega Whiteside, I should probably add him to the actual column as an ad. Uh, he was on the field a lot last week with Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson out. Um, if you have the room to add a player and just leave him on your bench for a couple weeks and see what happens. Um, I mean, there's only a matter of time before he gets a touchdown or has a couple big plays that could make your week. Um, and if Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffries' uh, injuries linger, J.J. is going to get a ton of opportunity. So keeping my eye on him, but I, I think I'm going to monitor monitor the, the practice reports for those two Eagles receivers this week. And if they're starting to look doubtful, add J.J. Arcega-Whiteside for free at the end of the week. And uh, let, let's just see what happens. I'm open to that. But, yeah, uh, Demarcus Robinson is probably the, the prize of the week. Um, I'm open to Deontay Johnson, too, in a deeper league. Uh, there's a couple other guys on this list that might make my attention. But um, overall, I think that's going to do it for wide receivers there. So make sure these fellows are not owned or they're, make sure they are owned. If they're available, go ahead and scoop those guys up first. Otherwise, uh, that's your list right there. So – Tight ends, man, we're we're just looking into an abyss, and it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough every week. If you didn't get Kelsey, if you didn't get Ertz, if you didn't get Kittle or Ingram, or I guess maybe Darren Waller right now or Mark Andrews, we're in trouble. So uh, the guys that I think should be owned are Darren Waller, T.J. Hawkinson, and Jason Witten. I'm gonna go filter here by tight end and see who else sticks out as. Must owns, we kind of mentioned those guys. Jared Cook, not really doing so well, but he should be owned if someone dropped him. Looks like Teddy Bridgewater favored him with targets uh, when he took over last week. So I'm open to Cook having more value with Bridgewater while Breeze is out. If anyone gets hasty and drops OJ Howard, go ahead and scoop him up. Delaney Walker should be owned. Uh, I think David Njoku, what was he, in concussion protocol? What was he? Yeah, concussion. So we're going to have to monitor David Njoku's health, but don't drop him. Austin Hooper, Vance McDonald, these guys should be owned. Hawkinson, Waller, Mark Andrews. Um, if anyone cuts Hunter Henry and you have an IR spot, that's a really good spot to, to look at, uh, putting him in your IR. Greg Olson, Jimmy Graham, these guys should be owned. Uh, if anyone cuts, I guess Eric Ebron should be owned as well. Um, you can do worse things than start Eric Ebron at tight end one if you need to. Um, I'm not really excited to own Trey Burton, Kyle Rudolph, Jordan Reed, Jack Doyle. I mean, Jason Witten, if you're desperate, seven catches, 40 yards, and two touchdowns. It's not going to be sexy. 
<clears throat> sexy every week. It's going to be a low yards per catch, but the dude's going to he's going to have the opportunities to catch touchdowns. Same thing with Tyler Eifert touchdowns. Andy Dalton uses them a lot in the red zone. Not going to have a very high yards per catch, but uh, he gets utilized properly. Um, yeah, man, it's really it's really looking pretty bare down here. Keeping my eye on CJ Uzama, Hayden Hurst, Cameron Brait, Ian Thomas. Just some guys to keep an eye on. Nothing really exciting for tight ends. but um, So, yeah, I think that's going to do it. I'm going to finish up the last few minutes here just showing off another feature of the Fantasy Fellowship. So that was the waiver wire week three review. I'm going to go back to the homepage here on the fantasy fellowship and just going to give you a little tour here every week. I have a tab based on whatever week it is. So it's week three. You're just going to hit week three and then uh, you're going to see these fan. I do these fantasy charts for every game where I'm going to, I'm going to set up basically like a starting roster and you'll see where I rank. So I got Marcus Mariota and Gardner Minshew here as quarterback twos. Um, I kind of rank everybody and give plus and minus signs for how much I think, you know, I, how strongly I feel on that. Uh, and then I typically write up a couple paragraphs for each matchup. So uh, I have my Thursday night one up. You can go ahead and check that out on fantasyfellowship.com. And uh, I'll be doing this for the, I have all the charts updated. Uh, I guess I've got to finish that one, but um Check back on – I'm going to probably start filling this out tonight. So check Wednesday, Thursday. I try to get it done by Friday afternoon. So we give you something to look at by Thursday night, Friday, Friday afternoon. I'll have all these up. So make us your weekly pit stop for some fantasy starts advice and check out the waiver wire column. If you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, share it, tell a friend. Um, we're on – Anchor, that's our podcast platform, streaming on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google, uh, all those good ones. So yeah, thank you for watching, listening, whatever. Have a good night. Have a great week three. Hit me up with questions. Adios. Adios.